0: We have Arizona State Sun Devils basketball tipping off this Monday. So I think it's time that we finally set some expectations for the team on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. hello you lovely people and welcome back to this edition of the locked on sun levels podcast my name is richie bradshaw and as always i am your guide for everything arizona state sun levels thank you guys so much as always for making us your first listen of the day remember the podcast is free and available on all platforms including youtube if you want to check us out in a visual platform but where are wherever excuse me you're getting your podcast hit like and subscribe turn on notifications so you get an update every time we post new content to so stay in touch with all that content, make sure that you're following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36, and you can find the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on UnderdogFantasy.com with the promo code locked on and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Guys, we've got basketball, and maybe I'm more excited than I should be. But I'm actually kind of excited for Arizona State Sun Devils basketball. I don't know why either. Because it's probably going to be the same old song and dance. Not because the players, but because the coaching. And I pray that the fans show up for these games. It's it's such a fun atmosphere with the curtain of distraction and everything. I really hope that the fans are still able to bring it this year. 942 crew, it's up to you guys to uplift this program. But... Man, we've, we really do have basketball Monday, just a few short days away. And it doesn't feel like it. It does not feel like we are that close to Arizona state Sun Devils basketball, but alas, here we are. So thinking about everything now and taking a look at what's going on here. I think it's time we set some expectations. I think it's time we have some hard conversations and think about what we want moving forward. So without further ado, I, I feel like the most obvious thing to say, you need to make the bracket. There's just no if, and, or buts at this point, you need to make the bracket. If you can't make the bracket, then it's time to blow the whole thing up. All right. Looking at Bobby Hurley and what he's done for Arizona state, he's been with us for eight total seasons, his first season being back in the 2015-2016 year. He has had three winning seasons. He has made the bracket technically twice, but he's only made the tournament once. They were in the first four knocked out in 2017-2018. 2018-2019, the team actually went 23-11 and and made it to the round of 64, but didn't win a game, unfortunately. But, I mean, I guess we'll take a participation award and then 2019, 2020, he was able to go 20 and 11. However, there was no postseason held that year because that was the outbreak of COVID 19 in America. Well, in the world, I should say. Let me revoke that. My apologies. But other than that, losing season, losing season, losing season, losing season. This is year eight. He has just three winning seasons, he has two seasons above 500 in the conference. So that 2017, 2018 year, he went 20 and 12, but he only went eight and eight, eight and 10 in the conference. That's what's more important. So can't have that again. Can't have that again. No, Bobby has got to get this thing going. Have we made progress? Yeah, I I think, I think it's fair to say that we've made some progress during the time that Bobby Hurley has been in 10 P, but At the same time, I can't sit here and tell you that I'm happy with what I've seen from Arizona State basketball. I understand that we're not U of A, and I understand that we'll never be U of A. There's no history for Arizona State Sun basketball, short of a few players. There's very little... What's the word I want to use? There's very little, like... I don't want to say confidence, but moving forward, I just don't look at this team and and see something that really has me excited, I guess is the way I would put it. And that's something that Hurley's got to fix. I'm certainly not the only person. When I remember growing up, when I was first being taught the ropes of everything Arizona State, I was taught that this is a baseball school, this is a football school, this is also a wrestling school, and more often than not, a pretty good volleyball school. But what we're not is a basketball school. And that was kind of weird to think, because basketball is, you know, arguably the second biggest sport in America. How can you not be good at basketball? But it was just something that Arizona state never truly prioritized. And they had just kind of sat through mediocrity and eventually Bobby Hurley comes in and it feels like that's exactly what they've been doing with Bobby Hurley is they're just embracing the mediocrity here. This is something that I've said before about Arizona state sports too. I said this about Herm Edwards about a year ago was that with Herm Edwards, it feels like you settle for mediocrity. And I'm saying that about Bobby Hurley, and it rings even truer for Bobby Hurley. He has three winning seasons in four seasons coached here. He has two winning seasons in the Pac 12. He's been to the bracket twice. He's only been to the tournament once. I might have that backwards, honestly, but neither here nor there. But there's just nothing that makes me look at Arizona State Sun Devils basketball under Bobby Hurley's watch and makes me really optimistic about what's going to happen. The reason why I have a lot of optimism we'll talk about in just a moment, but I will tell you that it just doesn't have to do with Bobby Hurley. In fact, with Bobby Hurley, I feel like in a best case scenario, this is probably still a 500 ball a a 500 basketball team. It just kind of is what it is, I suppose, but There's talent here. There's good fan interaction. There's pieces for Arizona state Sun Devils basketball to actually be something and it's just not. And that's something that I've had to kind of embrace and understand growing up a Sun Devils fan. And I don't want that to be the case moving forward. So looking right now, the standards that I have set for 2022, 2023, I want to see a winning team and I want to see, I want, I, I just want to see good basketball that makes me optimistic about the future, make the bracket, but do it in a way that is fun and exciting. If nothing else, find what you did in the second half of last season and use that as your catalyst to build this year's team because first half of last season was awful. Second half, completely different story, but that's something that we're going to talk about more here in just a moment. We're going to go ahead and hop into our first break, but when we return, we'll pick it up with the other aspect that I'm kind of talking about here first I do want to talk to you about our friends over at underdog fantasy, though. This episode of Lockdown sun levels is brought to you by underdog fantasy. The easiest place to spice up the college football season. You guys have got to try this out. If you like fantasy football, you're going to love underdog. What you do is you go on and you pick a bunch of up, uh, not ups, uh, spreads like highs and lows over unders. That's what I'm looking for. And you you just pick, is this player going to have more or less than what they're predicted? An example, this week I'm looking at the Drake quarterback, Riley Leonard. I'm saying he has more than 50 and a half rushing yards against Boston College. It's not a good defense. And I'm also going to take Drake May at lower than 302 and a half passing yards against Virginia. There's all sorts of different spreads, odds, and the like that you can take a look at. For Arizona State too. And that's one of the reasons why I think you guys could have so much fun with it. It's easy to play. It's available in over 30 states. You can pick between two and five players for any team. It doesn't have to be one game. It doesn't have to be one team. Decide if they're going to finish higher or lower than their projected stats. And win just like that. It's one of the easiest fantasy games to play. And you can win cold, hard cash in one game. Sign up with the promo code Locked On and underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100 and get a free $100. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the underdog fantasy app in the App Store or Google Play Store. That's underdog fantasy promo code locked on get in the get in on the college football pick 'em action today. If you guys have not checked out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, I highly suggest doing it. Locked On Sports Today is going to keep you in touch with everything that's going on, the games that matter most, the biggest stories, and beyond the scoreboard, behind the scenes, local experts, insights, everything that only the Locked On Network can provide. Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you're getting your podcasts. Touching up on the point that I left off on just a second ago, I want to see a complete season. That's probably my second expectation here. I need to see a complete season out of Arizona State Sun Devils. I'm over the half and half that we had last year. That wasn't fun. The second half was fun. The first half was miserable. And it it you know to some of their defense they they were also trying to figure out a lot of who who's getting X amount of playing time. And how are we going to play these players? Like Marion Jackson ended up not really being a starter for the majority of the games if my memory serves, but he was just such a different player in the second half of the season, but it needs to be a complete year. I'm not about to sit here and subject myself to another wishy-washy half and half year for Arizona state Sun Devils basketball. I will because I have to, not because I want to. The other fans don't have to. Don't do that to them. And I really want to emphasize, I really don't direct any of this at the players. This truly is at Bobby Hurley and the administration, they need to be able to put something together here. Because there's a lot of fun young players on this team. There's so much excitement that we're going to talk about here in just a second it needs to be a full season though. So if I don't know, I'm, I just, I want to be able to sit down and enjoy Arizona state Sun Devils basketball. It's something I feel like we just haven't gotten to do in a while. It's been a few years for sure. There's talent here. And I want to talk about that talent now talking about expectations still with that in mind. I want to first look at Marcus Bagley and I want to see him back on the court again. And I want to see him getting back to the kind of player that we know he can be. Marcus Bagley was only in like, you know, technically three games. He'd really only played like two games and a handful of minutes in his third game before he ended up getting injured for the year and done. He can be a very, very good player for you. And he's back. He's fully healthy. Knee checks out and everything. He's going to be one of your most important playmakers on the court right now. I have high expectations for Marcus Bagley because I want to see him reassert himself as one of the more underrated basketball players in the Pac-12. He's a very, very good player when he's on the court. Let's see him on the court. I want to see some of his other, excuse me, some of his other teammates emerge as well. And the biggest guy here that I'm excited for is DJ Horn. DJ Horn, when Marcus Bagley went down, and I know they don't play the same position, but it's not a coincidence to me that Bagley goes out, they need someone to step up, and the person who steps up becomes DJ Horn, who ends up leading you in scoring last year. He's averaging 12.5 points a game a year ago. He was shooting almost 40% on his field goals, which could be better, but certainly isn't terrible. He just brought a spark to your offense. And I think that he could potentially be your best shooter. I think he could potentially be your your biggest like point getter, potentially run the offense, run the court, I should say. I'm excited for DJ Horn this year. I think DJ Horn is very, 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 very talented. Maybe I'm overhyping him. Maybe there's some some bias here because a year ago when the Locked on Pack 12 or not Locked on Pac-12, the Locked on Sun Devils podcast was a newborn to the network, DJ Horn became one of the beloved players. It was him and it was the linebacker, and uh, Darius Butler. Darian Butler, excuse me. It was Darian Butler and it was DJ Horn were the the apples of our eyes. And I still have that perception of DJ Horn heading into this year. But there's plenty of other guys too that we should be excited about that should be able to step into much larger roles this year. Some of them are going to be transfers, some of them Are senior guys who are getting ready to play the last year out of their college basketball careers, potentially. I'm not sure if they have secret eligibility hidden somewhere along the lines here because of all the COVID stuff, but I want to hop into one last break. And then when we get back, we're going to talk about the final expectations I have for the rest of these young guys, as well as these transfers coming in Again, Thank you so much for making Locked On Sun Levels your first listen of the day. Please make your next listen, the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest sports of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and, of course, the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you're getting your podcasts. The final few guys I want to talk about, because I have my expectations for the coaching staff. I have my expectations for the season. I have handed out my expectations now for DJ Moore or DJ Moore. (laughs) Sorry, got football in the mind for DJ Horn and my expectations for Marcus Bagley coming back from injury. Let's first look at the young guys here that I'm excited to see step up. And I don't think there's anyone I'm more excited about than Enoch Bache. Bache was a true freshman a year ago. He was actually able to reclassify to get to the program a little earlier. He's a massive center for the team. He might be the only listed center for the team now that I think about it. No, not for the team. Last year, he probably was. Let's see. So they have on the team's website, they have Alonzo Gaffney, Gaffney listed as both a forward and a center here. Uh, Bache is listed strictly as a center. And that seriously might be it. Yeah, that's it. Bache is like a true center for the team. And, I mean, he's he's, he's a Big dude, 6'10", 240 pounds. That's a massive man. He was playing 12 minutes a game last year, uh, was averaging only two points a game, but he was also averaging less than two shots a game. He truly was kind of like the stash and develop kind of talent, I think. And I want to see a lot more Enoch Vache this year because I think that there's a lot of untapped potential for him to be this dominant underneath just playmaker. I want to see I want to see him get more boards this year. I want to see him get more under the rim opportunities and I would love to see his defense continue to take a step forward because I think he could be a major difference maker on a Sun Devils team that definitely feels a lot more like lighter and spread out compared to having those classic big guys like Bache. But you have a lot of bigger guys as well that I'm excited to see. And one of those guys was the aforementioned Luther Muhammad. I'm Looking forward to, or excuse me, Luther Muhammad, uh, Alonzo Gaffney. I, I'm looking forward to Gaffney in his final year for the program, potentially being able to put something really special together a year ago. Uh, Gaffney was playing 20 21.6 minutes a game. He's not the biggest point guy in the world, but I think that he could potentially end up being one of your day one starters for the team, depending on how they want to roll everything out. Uh, speaking of loser Muhammad though, I'm excited for him. Not a big guy. He's a point guard and I want to see how often he's on the court. I'm curious if they want to have him kind of play that role with DJ horn of kind of running the team and all that good stuff. Last year, Mr. Muhammad was averaging 19.2 minutes a game and five points a game. I think that that's absolutely going to go up. Transfers that are coming in. Well, is there anyone else that I'm thinking of? Uh, Jemiah Neal will be interesting. Uh, he is a sophomore for the team. A year ago, I can't remember what he did. He wasn't a transfer, was he? Uh, I don't know. Let's let's move on. Jemaya Neal is a name that's out there though to keep an eye on. Uh, Bobby Hurley's kid will be funny to see if he can do anything worthwhile. And then I did talk about Gaffney. Yeah. Okay. So I did want to talk about these transfers that are coming in though. So there's three main transfers that are coming in that I'm really looking forward to seeing this year. It's the Cambridge brothers, Desmond coming from Nevada and Devin coming from Auburn. And then Frankie Collins coming from uh, Michigan. So we'll look at, we'll look at Frankie first there. The expectations shouldn't be. Sky high for Frankie because he simply didn't get a lot of opportunities with a very good Michigan basketball team a year ago. He was playing 11 minutes a game. He was averaging less than three shots a game and averaging 2.8 points a game. I'd like to see Arizona State get him mixed in and just see if there is anything intriguing enough to like see how much potential you might have with him. Yeah. Jamai O'Neal was with the team last year. I'm not crazy. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I had to stat check myself. I was going to say, so I w- I want to see Frankie Collins get on the court a little bit. I'm curious what they'll be able to mix up with him. Uh, Devin Cambridge, the Auburn kid. I had locked on Auburn host Zach Blackerby on the podcast a few months ago, talking about Devin when he announced his, his decision to transfer to the program and the best way that he was described to me is that he's one of those guys who, when he makes a big play, you're ooing and awing and just in complete disbelief, but he just doesn't do it consistently enough. So that's my challenge. I want to see a consistent Devin Cambridge this year. I want to see a guy who, I, I don't know if he's going to start. I don't know if he's going to be playing 20 plus minutes a game, but I do want to know that when Devin is on the court, that he's going to be a big time difference maker for you. He's only averaging six points in his career despite playing or six points per game in his career, despite averaging 19.1 minutes. I don't know if those minutes are going to go up. I would certainly like to see the points stay around the same if he can manage to do that for you. But Desmond Cambridge is probably the guy I'm most excited about this year being such a proven player for the entirety of his basketball career. Actually started out at Brown university, which is a major brag considering that's Ivy league. So major brag, to start your career Brown transferred to Nevada and has just been an absolute stud. He's averaging 30.6 minutes a game in his career. Uh, Obviously decided to come to Arizona state for one last ride to play with his brother. And to me, there's no way he's not one of your starters. I think, and I'm going to feel really stupid if there is a starting lineup that has already been released. I don't think there is though. To me, I would probably go, With start off topic, DJ Horn, Desmond Cambridge, uh, Luther Muhammad. Let's go. Oh, what's their names? What are their names? Marcus Bagley and probably Alonzo Gaffney for my starting five. And then I would probably have. Who would I want next off the bench? I'm not sure. I would have to think about it. I would have to think about it. Let's get back on topic. The expectations for Desmond. I want to see you run the court. I want to see you just take all the experience, all the knowledge, all the talent, all the proven commodities that you have been throughout your college career. And I want you to continue to bring that to Arizona state rally these troops and help get this team back into the win column, back into the tournament. That's the expectations for this year tournament or bust. If they don't make the tournament, I truly don't think you can go another year with Bobby Hurley as your head coach. I don't know who you'd replace him with. Don't ask me that because I have not even begun to do my research on that. However, that's the expectation. Back into the bracket this year. And that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On podcast. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Locked on Sun Devils covers football and basketball. With basketball tipping off on Monday, there's going to be a lot more basketball content. So make sure that you like and subscribe and turn on notifications for the Locked on Sun Devils wherever you're getting your podcast, which includes YouTube if you want to check us out in the visual platform. Stay in touch with all the content by following me on Twitter. You can get me at RichieBrath36. And you can get the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Until next time, though, you guys keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.